Are you a female entrepreneur who wants to make a bigger impact on the world? You're booked and busy and you love serving your clients, but your time is capped. You want to do more. You often wonder how you can help more people without spending so many hours on social media, repeating content that only a handful of people will see. Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Too Busy to Podcast. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast launch and system strategist, and I'm on a mission to help you create a podcast that connects and builds community with your audience and converts them into clients. Are you ready to leverage the power of your voice? Let's head into this week's episode. Hey there, and welcome to season three of Too Busy to Podcast. I hope you had an amazing summer. And now you're ready to delve into all things podcast growth, because that's what we'll be covering this season on the podcast. And I am so, so, so excited for a couple reasons. Growing their podcast is something that a lot of podcasters struggle with. Am I a podcast growth expert? No, I'm a podcast launch expert. But do I have some tips and strategies that can help you that have worked for some of my clients? 100%. And what I don't know and can speak confidently about will be covered by guest experts who know exactly what they're talking about. So don't worry, girl, I got you covered. I also want to let you in on a little secret. Alongside this new season, I'll be running an experiment for this very podcast. Of course, I want to grow my show, but also there's a few growth tips being shared in this in the podcasting space that I want to test if they actually work. And what better way of doing that than with my own show? So throughout this season, I'll be implementing some of the same tips and strategies I'm sharing with you if I'm not using them already. And I'll report back on my findings in early January. So stay tuned for that episode. Now on to today's topic, podcast downloads. How do I increase my downloads is the number one question I'm asked or I see posted in Facebook communities that I'm a part of several times a day. It's probably the most popular question right after how do I start a podcast? So I think it's fair to assume that these are the two areas that podcasters really struggle with, starting and growing. Every podcaster at one point or another wants to know what's normal in terms of episode downloads so that they can compare their show against others, which is likely only going to take them down a road that they will regret. Because the truth is there is no normal. No two podcasts are the same. There are just too many variables involved and it's just not an even playing field for you to even start from. So comparing your show to others out there is like comparing apples to oranges, to mangoes, to bananas, and all the other fruit on the planet. So first, I want to talk to you about what a download actually is. What does that really mean? And this is generally described as three things. Number one, someone has subscribed or followed your podcast in their podcast player app like Apple Podcasts. Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever it is that they listen. And that means that when a new episode is released, the episode auto downloads to their player. The fact is they might never even listen 
to that episode. Number two, someone downloads the episodes manually. So, you know, they're going to your show, they see an episode that they like, they hit that download button, but maybe they get distracted. Who knows? They just never actually hit play. And then we have number three, when someone hits play on an episode, but doesn't listen to the entire episode, if anything at all. So in a nutshell, all plays are downloads, but not all downloads are plays. Let me repeat that. All plays are downloads as described in those three scenarios, but that doesn't mean that all downloads are plays. And I know this to be true because I am guilty of all three. (laughs) I follow quite a few shows and every week, every fortnight, whatever the frequency might be, new episodes appear in my app. I get the notification, you've got two new episodes available, whatever it is. And, you know, sometimes I might come across a new show, download the odd episode that I want to listen to when I'm driving, which is when I listen to most episodes, if I'm being honest with you. But then on the flip side, I probably only drive long distances twice a month. My daughter goes to college about an hour away. So that's when I kind of queue up all the podcast episodes that I want to listen to. In Apple Podcasts, you can, you know, queue them up by saying play next. But if for whatever reason those trips don't happen, I might never listen to those episodes, but it's still showing in the podcast host download numbers. Even though I haven't listened to the episode at all whatsoever, I'm still counted. So again, all plays are downloads, but not all downloads are plays. Now, here are some stats that you may find surprising, but I hope also give you some encouragement because I know there's a lot of noise, a bit like the business space where, you know, we are bombarded with 10K months and I feel like 30K months is the new thing. And, you know, Instagram, 10K followers, there's always some sort of vanity metric that's being pushed in our face. But when it comes to podcasting, I want these stats to show you that you are actually, no matter where you are in your podcasting journey, you are actually doing well. So according to Buzzsprout, is an article from August 2022, so not that long ago, just last month, you are in the top 50% of podcasts if you have 29 downloads in the first seven days of release. So that's 29 downloads for the episode in the first seven days of release. Top 50%. You're in the top 25% if you have 99 downloads in the first seven days of release. The top 10% if you have 373 top 5% if you have 910, and the top 1% if you have a whopping 4,082 downloads. Now, if you're listening to this and you've been wondering what average numbers look like, this is it. You are in the top 50% if you have 29 downloads in the first seven days of release. And I feel confident that even if you've just launched, that you have hit that number. 
What do you think about this? I want you to drop me a DM on Instagram at too busy to podcast and let me know. I would love to hear from you what you think about these stats. Have they surprised you? Are they encouraging? What are your thoughts? Drop me a message on Instagram and let's chat. Now, are download numbers important? Absolutely they are. Your downloads are important in terms of knowing how your show is performing overall, but they should not be used to determine whether your show is successful or not. Before I go into what you should focus on instead of downloads, as per the title of this episode, I want to talk to you about the two types of downloads they are. They are unique and IAB. Now I'm going to use, you know, my favorite platform is Libsyn. And so a lot of the things I reference in this podcast comes from Libsyn, sometimes Buzzsprout as well. But according to Libsyn, a unique download refers to a set of metrics that's specifically developed by Libsyn themselves. So the metrics differentiate between raw requests for downloads and download requests from single users based on IP address and user agent information. I'm going to be sure to share the link to this article because some of these terminologies might be a bit confusing and I want you to be able to read the article in its entirety. But they're going to say that if a request or a group of requests comes from a single IP address using the same user agent during a 24-hour window, it's counted as a single unique download. IAB, or also known as Interactive Advertising Bureau, they're an organization who have kind of come in to standardize podcast downloads. Their downloads have different metrics from what I just described as a unique download. But in summary, downloads from bots and other automated sources are removed. So if there's a bot that, you know, is using the same IP address, the same user agent information as a unique download, they won't be able to differentiate if it's actually a human being, an automated source. But whereas with IABs, they're able to do that. And those bots and other automated sources are removed and an episode has to be played or downloaded for at least one minute. That means that IAB numbers, IAB download numbers will be lower than unique downloads. And I experienced this myself. If you're on my Instagram, you'll see that I don't promote, ah, 3,000 downloads, 5,000 downloads, because I learned myself that's just, it's nothing. It means nothing. Because I think the last time I posted about my downloads, I think I just passed the 5,000 mark. I made a goal to hit 10K by the end of the year. I think this was in the summer, so maybe June, July. And then I went back into Libsyn. I was doing something else. And I realized that I was at like three and a half. And I was like, huh? What on earth has happened? And I think Libsyn had done some back-end stuff. And now, even though I thought that it was toggled on IAB, it must have been toggled on unique. So I had 5,000 plus unique downloads when actually it's the IAB download numbers that I wanted to follow. So I say all this to say that, you know, you might be tempted to go with the higher number because, you know, to be honest, ego, but the IAB number will be more accurate because the unique downloads, even though 
unique is a little bit misleading. They're not quite unique. Well, they could be unique, but they're not accurate. It's the IAB number that will be more accurate. And this is the number, especially if you want to work with sponsors, this is the number that you should be using because you don't want to give them data that is grossly inflated and then they find out later down the road. So no matter what host you use, I believe all of them have, I believe, definitely Libsyn. I I can speak for Libsyn because I use it for my own show and a few of my clients. You are able to toggle between unique and IAB. So if you're listening to this and you do use Libsyn, feel free to have a little bit of a play to see what the difference is between your download numbers. But I would highly recommend that it's the IAB download numbers that you want to reference and track, which we'll come on to later on in the show. So what should you focus on instead of downloads? I want you to ask yourself this one question instead. What does podcasting success look like to me? Grab a notebook, journal about this, because success will look different to you, to me, for Jane who's listening, Polly, Sabrina, Alice, Patricia, whoever. We are all different people. We are all different podcasts. As I said earlier, no two podcasts are the same. And success to you, success to me, will look different because our goals could potentially be different. If you haven't set any goals for your podcast, I highly recommend that you do. It's never too late. Go back and listen to episode 34, where I talk about the importance of a podcast strategy. And I delve in a little bit more as to why goals are such a big part of your podcast strategy. And then also, you might want to check out episode 32, where we had the lovely Sarah Joyce join us to talk about how to set business goals and what steps to take to achieve them. I think those are the two episodes that you'd find really, really helpful as an extension of this episode. So some examples of what success might look like to you may be based on some of these goals. So for example, increased brand awareness. So that might look like people reaching out to you with collab opportunities, speaking opportunities, book writing opportunities. It might be that you want to grow your network. And of course, by interviewing guests on your show, you'll expand your network. And if you continue to nurture and grow those relationships, they will only be positive for you later down the road. Another goal might be more leads, more sales. If you are a business owner, this in a way is a no-brainer, especially if you're using your podcast as the main marketing tool for your business. So how do you measure more leads, more sales? Are you selling on your podcast? Um, Do you have show notes on your website with SEO so that you're found in search? How can you sort of maximize so that you bring revenue into your business. It might be that you want to grow your email list. You want the podcast to just be a resource for your community so that you're able to connect with them on a deeper level, you know, outside of Instagram's 60 second stories that they've now done at the moment. It might be that you just want to engage with your audience more and a good way of seeing whether or not 
that successful is through reviews, ratings, comments on your post, comments on your stories. Do people reshare your content? That kind of stuff. So those are just like four or five different examples of goals. Some of these may or may not apply to you. Maybe you have additional ones and that's okay. But really what I want to get across in this episode is that you should forget about downloads and come at it from a what does success look like for me point of view. As a new podcaster, it's so easy to look at the big names in the podcasting industry and compare yourself to them. Similarly, as a business owner, right? Social media is so, so noisy. As soon as you log into your app, your intention to, you know, engage with people and then you're bombarded with people in your space or other people that have got you thinking twice about what it is that you're doing. Podcasting is no different. The problem is though, is that the podcaster you're probably admiring has been doing this for a few years and they've put in the time and hard work to cultivate the show they have today. Plus, you don't know if their numbers are inflated. Look, I'm the type of person, I don't outrightly accuse anyone of lying, but I also take what I see on social media with a pinch of salt. I don't gravitate necessarily towards people because they shout about 30K months and 50K months. There's other things that I consider before I work with them or before I think about working with them. So it's possible that numbers are inflated, whether they're doing that on purpose or maybe they're sharing the unique download numbers as we talked before because they didn't know any better. But you still need to keep in mind that they're ahead of you. So don't compare your step zero on the ladder to their step 50. I don't think ladders have that many steps, but you kind of get my drift. And also at this stage of podcasting, there's a high likelihood that they have a big budget for marketing and production. Like a lot of podcasters don't necessarily have massive budgets to start out with. So these people that we are doing really well in the podcasting space now have a budget for marketing, production, or possibly they're part of a podcast network. You just don't know people's journey and how they got there. So focus on your own journey. Compare your numbers to your own numbers. Downloads are just one of the things that I track for my clients. And I'll be sharing exactly what those other things are in next week's episode. But the idea behind tracking this data is to see what content your audience is resonating with most so that you can keep your existing listeners around and attract new ones. So to recap, when you've launched your podcast, high download numbers could be a great indication of whether your audience is loving the show. And let's be honest, it feels great. It really validates that you did the right thing starting your podcast, especially I know some of us, I had this thought when I was thinking of starting that no one was going to listen. So when you see, you know, launch day, people are listening and then throughout the weeks to come, those numbers are rising, you feel on top of the world. But your download numbers are just a small piece of the podcasting pie for growth. You want to put your focus instead on identifying your success metrics and not get caught up by the comparisonitis that's rife in this industry. That's it for this week's episode. Next week, we'll be talking more about podcast stats. 
what you should track, where to find the information, the data, and how you can use that data to grow your show. What did you think about today's topic? Have I given you some food for thought? Send me a DM over on Instagram at Too Busy to Podcast. And of course, my LinkedIn peeps, send me a message or comment on one of the podcast promo posts. Let me know your thoughts. I would love to hear from you. All right, have an amazing week and I will see you next Thursday. Thanks for listening to this episode of Too Busy to Podcast. I know how busy you are and I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to spend with me. If you enjoy this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media and subscribe or follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next week, keep calm and podcast. See you then.